Namaste. This is Maya Tiwari bringing you another episode of Om is Now My Home. The same for all of us. Needless to be attached to the environment that we have been accustomed to, including our home and places we call our own. The sacred has now shifted to the point where if we live and abide within the heart, then the home of the heart is the cosmic origin sound from whence all life came upon this earth and other planets. And that core sound, that primeval vibration, that Nadi, that Dwani, that Shruti is called Om. If you're listening to my series of podcasts, it's important that you comply with the order in which I'm presenting them, only because ideas are continuous from one forum to the next, and you do not have to listen to all of them. But to get the full picture of what I am saying and trying to convey would be very helpful in the long run of things. Much of what I say is being said. But in the cover and folds of my Vedic tradition, you will hear the truth from the Vedas as it correlates to what is happening in our lives today. It is important to understand that what I'm talking about is food, our food, our nurturance and nourishment, which all come from Mother Earth. There has never been a time when food did not come from Mother Earth. Even the genetically manipulated so-called foods come from Mother Earth, not in that form, but it's genetic information and intelligence misused, misappropriated, maligned, and marginalized by science, the science of genetic engineering. Still the core of that memory, that language, that cosmic infrastructure, that imprint, that samskara is from Mother Earth. She would not want to see her food maligned and misrepresented in the way that it is becoming. And I will show you the relationship on this particular podcast between what we call COVID-19, the so-called virus, and the intent 
of the few agglomerates and conglomerates that seem to hold the power structure of our world, that has manipulated, maligned, marginalized, and otherwise betrayed the earth of the mother, perhaps through just their intent to control humanity, the world, the earth, or for profiteering. I, I cannot speak to their intention, only to the result of their actions. But I intend to make the correlation between COVID-19, the so-called virus, and taking control of our food source in the world. Let me begin by sharing a magnificent verse from the Taittiriya Upanishad, one of the most ancient books of knowledge from the Vedic tradition. It, I have quoted it in a book that I wrote called Ayurveda, A Life of Balance, more than 28 years ago, published about 20-something years ago. It tells us that food, from food, all of the beings are produced that dwell on earth. By food we live, and in the end, to food only we return. Food alone is the eldest of all living beings. Therefore, we call it Aushadam, the universal medicine. Food is the eldest of the living beings, therefore, it is called universal medicine. Imagine that. From food, all beings are born. Having been born, by food we grow. Food is eaten and it also eats the beings. This body is made up of food. Another body within it is made up of breath, which is filled by food. The one who is also in the shape of the being, the form of this being, the breath is in its head. The diffused breath on the right side. The downward breath, meaning apanavayu, on the left side. The space is the body, the earth is the tail, meaning the lower body, the foundation. Food rests on breath breath on the memory of this universe. Knowing this, and this came from the greatest physicist ever lived on earth that we know of. There may be others that we, whose memories have been erased from the face of the earth through so many invasions, incursions, and 
toppling of powers from one patriarchal end to the other. But let's contemplate that for a moment. This magnificent verse in the Taitreya Upanishad that talks about food and what, what exactly has happened to Mother Earth and what exactly has happened to our food in the last hundred years. Let's go back only 50 years. During my lifetime, the amount of pesticides and chemicals used upon the earth to mass-produce food through the green, revelation, the green Revolution, which revealed that it didn't work. Always under the auspices of feeding the poor and the majority of our world population, and yet we have made no advances in the last century in helping the poor, feeding the undernourished, or caring for those who are impaired in health. Chemtrails alone, and everyone has heard of chemtrails by now, contain the following chemicals that are detrimental to our human health, the health of the forest, the air, the stream, the water, the animals. Chemtrails alone contain an amalgam of aluminum, arsenic, barium, salts, cadmium, desiccated human blood cells, lead, magnesium, mercury, mold spores, microplasm, polymer fibers, radiocesium, sharp titanium shards, stonthium or strothium, submicron particles, unidentified living bacteria, uranium, among so many other toxins. I just heard this from a talk that Dr. Kaufman gave as to the breakdown of what all is in this mysterious chemtrails that flood our skies, leaving blocks of clouded clutter in the view. Getting back to COVID-19, We've all, in this broadcast in any event, listened and heard and read so much about it. This virus is not a living organism. It's a protein molecule covered by a protective layer of lipid or fat, which when absorbed by the cells of the eyes or mouth or mucosa changes its genetic code. The key word here is it is not a, a virus as we know it, an organism, a living one, but a protein. Something that is not generally called a virus. And then it changes genetic code. And I'm not a scientist, and I keep saying this, thank goodness. But basically, we're looking at 
the intelligence of the genetic code. What I'm talking about is the transmutation of our DNA and our RNA. Now these are two factors that we have as human beings. And just reading up on DNA and RNA, in short, we're looking at a description that tells us a DNA is a double-stranded molecule while an RNA is a single-stranded molecule. We have both in our body. They perform different functions in the human being. DNA is responsible for storing and transferring genetic information, while RNA directly codes for amino acids and acts as a messenger between DNA and the ribosomes to make proteins. Now, most of our pandemic in the last hundred years, 50 years going back, the Spanish flu, for instance, we're always told that there's symptoms of seasonal flu-like in all human viruses. We have this flu-like sort of sym symptomology. The DNA, RNA chain that make up the virus is recognized by the human immune system, by the way. This means that your body has immunity to it before it comes around each year. You get immunity in two ways, according to Mr. Tom King, who is an author and an ex-CIA agent, by the way. So we develop immunity in two ways, through experience exposure to a virus or by getting a flu shot. He tells us that the novel viruses, on the other hand, come from animals. What they're calling the COVID-19 virus came from the animal kingdom, the DNA of the animal, not the human. Usually, these viruses only transfer from animal to animal, Mr. King tells us. Pigs in the case of the H1N1, birds in the case of the Spanish flu. But one of these animal viruses mutates and start to transfer from animals to humans. This is what I believe we're looking at in COVID. Or this may not be precisely what we're looking at in COVID-19, but it is in fact happening in our universe on Mother Earth, within our food source, within the genetic composition of the human person that is changing, deliberately being manipulated by the force of chemical bioengineering. But it is not just the agglomerates of the chemical industry. It is not just the conglomerates of the electrodes and electrical corporations and groups. It is not just the technical manipulation of our life on Earth. It also refers to 
all together the control of the human organism by genetically manipulating the DNA-RNA structure. Is COVID-19 that? I do not know. But from the day it was announced, I had a sense. Now I'm not pulling this from the eaters. Let's just say my ancestral intuition from the ancient Vedic roots that I inherited. But I do trust my intuition. And that intuitive sense was that something was amiss. And in the next few months, we will find out if we keep our ear to the ground and our eyes poised to the divine celestial skies and breathe in what is left of the good prana of our atmosphere, we may be fortunate to discover that what they are calling COVID deaths, according to David Icke, and so many others that are scientific minds. David is not a scientific mind. David happens to be just an individual searching for truth. But it stands to reason that those who've been diagnosed with COVID-19, this mysterious virus that is not a virus, of a living organism, but a protein that can genetically change its code. Well, it stands to reason that the diagnosis for death of the more than 100,000 people that have been accredited to dying from COVID-19 may not at all have died from COVID-19. But it matters not. What does matter is my focus For me, my focus matters because it is part of the purpose of my being on earth. For years, I have been talking about the trashing, the marginalization, the deplorable, despicable acts against our Mother Earth and our food source. I was instrumental in being part of the very first health food store in America with my close friendship to Aveline Cushy when they opened the Erwan chain of health food stores in Brookline, Massachusetts. I have been privileged to walk through the fires of ovarian cancer at a young age and survived it. I'm further privileged to now discover why the last decade plus has been an incredible set of fires for me personally. Sitting in the sanctuary where Wiseart School is located in Candler, North Carolina, close to Asheville, and being put upon by a community of dullards who probably have no idea why they're even targeting me and my and the property of the school. But that's another story. Let's just call that the fire of local ignorance. But nonetheless, 
we're always having to prove our worth when it comes to the greater, higher, sacred sense of our purpose. No, Mother Earth never asks us to prove our, our, our worth. God and Goddess never task us with proving anything. But in our own composition of the human buddhi, the higher intelligence, we in an incredible way task ourselves to become worthy of the path we are treading. And so I put this last decade to and my experiences that were put upon me, hate crimes, assaults, abuse of property, of my work, the school, my own personal health. I chalk it all up to understanding again, as I did in my journey through cancer, but I was young then. I am now much older and hopefully more mature to see that that test, that karmic test, leads me to today to this series of episodes that I put out to you, which deals with COVID-19, the big facade that covers up the damage that we're doing to the human DNA, the damage that we're doing to the food, to, the, to Mother Earth, through genetic manipulation. But why are we damaging it? Is it just for the sheer sadistic act of power and control of what? Money? The finances? Profiteering? Having the best of everything that luxuries can afford? No. I believe it is in Kali Yuga, which is the time that the Vedas tell us we are living in, the time of great blackness and darkness, from which great light will come, and each one of us is that light, by the way. I do believe that the cover-up, if we may call it that, the big umbrella of COVID-19 is about taking that percentage of the power structure, the agglomerates of the technical industry, the chemical industry, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the big money, the big money of the electronic industry, because we always look at two things that come together. Pharmaceuticals, medical, technological, electronic. How else, what's a better way to control a population of humanity and to lock down half the world? Imagine what have we, six, almost six point something billion people? And 50% of that is on lockdown? Wow. Pandemic can be very powerful. And after the lockdown, 
What will we be experiencing? A loss of jobs, economic, economic failure, major recession for the world. But why would the powers to be want that to happen? The control of the human identity, the control of human consciousness. How? We depend on what to live? We depend on food, we depend on air, we depend on water. So therefore, we look at these things and today I'm just mulling over so many, many things. Less than 24 hours after I published my first episode in this podcast called Om is now my home, for all of us, by the way, meaning we live in the cosmic sound of our own, of the intelligence we were given as human people, in the vibratory field that protects us from all manipulation if we truly center ourselves in that field of vibration. I read the news about a tiger at the Bronx Zoo in New York City, where one of the advocates of Weisert School worked for many, many years, was an engineer at the Bronx Zoo. Just turns out that the first tested National Geographic tells us this, that the Bronx Zoo in New York City has tested positive for the virus that caused COVID-19 and six other big cats. The tigers are exhibiting symptoms consistent with the illness, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced on Sunday afternoon. They continue to tell us that it's the first time to our knowledge that a wild animal has gotten sick from COVID-19 from a person. The Malayan tiger named Nadia likely contracted the coronavirus from an infected a symptomatic zookeeper. It's the only thing that makes sense. Well, if they control... Imagine the virus from human to animal, animal to human, wherever the source is. Our DNA was specifically genetically engineered by the cosmic memory of our universe and what we may call God or goddess or creatrix, whichever name we give to this perfect creation. And now the fallacy of it interacting, interchanging in a random chaotic compromised, manipulated pattern between man and animal. Imagine that. Imagine that. Just recently, Sir David Attenborough and so many like-minded, exquisite souls have been talking to us, loud and clear, at their own risk. He reminded us that 60, the decline of wildlife is by a shocking 60% today, while the human population has multiplied sevenfold in 200 years, continues to consume and consume and consume. 
Well, it looks like the umbrella of COVID-19 certainly is determined to give us the statistics of how many people are dying. The question is, are they dying from this mysterious COVID-19 virus that is not really a living organism, but it is a genetically manipulated protein that changes its form in some unknown way. And depending on how we test the patient for COVID-19, because genetic material exists in each and every human person, animals as well, but different in the human person. And therefore, it depends on the level of test, according to David Icke, as to which test they're giving you. So that if we all went in for testing at a very high level of the genetic module they're using, genetic testing module they're using to test us, we'll all come out positive for COVID-19. However, if they lower the standard of, of the level of the test of the genetic stuff, then maybe most of us will not come out positive for COVID-19. And are the people who are dying, this is a good question to ask. We can ask as many questions as we need to. I can do it vocally and in public because I am a public speaker. I am a public person. I have put my work out there for 30-something years now and it is what it is. I cannot change my tune at this late stage of my life. And the last 12 years, 10 years, however long I've been targeted by some very ugly forces, I must say that it has only convinced me that what I have to share and say is very valuable indeed. Because it not only comes from the ancient of the ancients, it comes through long years of studies of what truth is according to the Vedic seers, the ancient Vedic seers, in a language that was developed, that developed from which I believe all languages came. The cosmic sound language, the vibrational language of Sanskrit, it's not really a language, it's a cosmic language. It, it inter ties with the memory of the universe, how, how the planets work with, with the ethers, how the five elements work with all of nature, how the five elements work with our own DNA, how the five elements influence the DNA of the animal, of each animal, of, spe of the specificity of each animal how cosmic memory is kept. Now, this is information I've been writing about for years and years and years. And that is my own, and I don't call it theories, other people call it theories, but my own perspective, understanding on cosmic memory, what that is. That each set of species carry its own cosmic memory that retains a certain vibrational function in the universe and that if that memory were to descend or die prematurely we would completely lose any influence from that set of vibration which will never again be available to us. And now we know that 
we have 60% less wildlife. Imagine how much human, humanity, cosmic, cognitive memory we are losing in the field. How much of it have we already lost in our forests and our plants, in anum, anum which is food that grows on the earth. How much memory have we lost already? And where are we going with all of this? Let me close out my session today by saying a prayer from the, the Rig Vedas, the Rudram, that ask for the beneficence of the divine energy, Shiva, to release us from death, release us from disease. Let us be free, like the cucumber, when it's ripened, loses its vine. Om Trambakaya Jamahe Sugandhim Pushti Vardhanam Urvadukamiva Bandhanan Mrityor Mukshya Ma Amrita Ata Om Shanti 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 Hari Peace be your journey. Om.